We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. Which means we are rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You did what? I did. I hit record. <laughs> so, you guys can see by the videos, if you look at our videos, and you should. Well, we need to upload them. Have you well, been? no, I, I upload the video on No, no, no. I mean, on we, we, got a requ- we got a request sometime back. Yeah. That we need to upload some videos to YouTube. And shout out to you, brother, um, because you requested that we put these videos up on YouTube, like the full video, the full video podcast. And we need to do that. And we need to do that. Um, internet bandwidth is a key to uploading we probably need to schedule a one-hour video. Yeah. Um, so we are working on it. Some Just schedule sh- some time. Shout out to you. It. You know who you are. You're, you're the one that asked. And I told you I was going to put that up. Having said that, it has been a uh, it's been a booger. Um, it's something that we haven't explored and learned exactly how to do just yet. I know how to do it. It just takes a long time doing it. Yeah, yeah. And there's got to be a faster way. Yeah. There's got to be some way to edit it down the video or whatever to save it as some sort of clip that's less you know you know cuz I learned that with the podcast with the yeah. podcast it used to take me like 8 hours to upload a clip because it was this massive freaking wave file and now I have it to where I can you know convert it to an mp3 and it uploads much faster um we haven't got there yet with the videos but we are working on it so you know keep listening um we will be on YouTube soon but I do the clip and the point is or that I was trying to make is if you see the clips, you will see that several of the clips are the, you know the same camera angle, same clothes, same hat, same drink, <laughs> because we get together every so often and uh, record these podcasts, you know, two or three or four in a row, um, you know, because we live a state away from each other, and uh, it's not real easy to get together just every couple of days. No. So we get together when we can. Um, it's why we've been doing some of together every couple of days. It's why we've been doing some of the live podcasts, which are really fun. They are. Uh, you know, we've had some good interaction, uh, particularly on the last one. But that's why we were doing some of those live podcasts, is because we can't get together to record one the way we like to. Um, so, if if you're watching the video. You you know that this is the same camera angle and the same clothes as the last one that we that we released the week before or the week after this one, whichever, <laughs> whichever. Um, foreshadowing there. Yeah. I, well, I'm pretty sure we're going to release the we um, are. one it's about. Pertinent, yeah. yeah, it's pertinent. The the one about the land and water conservation fund. Yeah. Um, Great American Outdoors Act. There you go. Uh, we'll release that one before we release this one. So. Um, but anyway, this one is, you know, we done some research on that last one. Um, Kyle done some research. You Kudo, did. Kudo, I did a little bit. Kudos to you, Kyle, because I usually do, it, it, usually the role, roles are like completely reversed. You do the vast majority. Yes, but uh, yeah, this is going to come in handy. Yes. 
down oh, the yeah. road. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. <laughs> Hashtag not Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, but this one is completely unscripted. Um, we just pulled a topic out of our butts, and now we're going to talk about it. So go. <laughs> yeah, I'll start. Your topic. Uh, it was my topic, so yeah. I'll start. Um, so one of the things that's being talked about in hunting a lot right now. Um, thank it's, goodness. It's, yeah, it's gained a lot of ground. Gained a lot you know? of momentum. Um, we've said it before. Hunt It Forward was nothing new. Um, it was just our spin on it. Just and it our was, way to do it. It was what we were – it was our contribution to the sport. Um, and, and it was the name that we gave it for what we do. Um, there's plenty of mentor programming programs out there. A, a lot of organizations, you know, the Wild Turkey Federation has um, a mentoring program, and there's lots of places that have different mentoring programs. Um, we call ours Hunt It Forward. We love it. We have made some great friends um, through the program. Um, Brought in some great new hunters. Exactly. You know, uh, Adrian, Emily, year one, uh, Shay and Ryan in year two um, kind of uh, change things up for year three. It's going to be uh, Shay and Ryan again Adjusting. because we, we want to, you know, give a little bit more um, attention, more follow-up mm-hmm. because we, we feel that that's important and we feel that we failed Adrian and Emily in that respect. Yeah. You know, so maybe one of these days we'll get to make that up to them. Um, we would have this year, but they didn't draw anything. Right, right. But they were, you know, they were our inaugurals, and we talked about that with them, mm-hmm. that uh, um, they were the first. So uh, they probably got the... Um, they were the guinea pigs. They, got the they were the guinea end. pigs, yeah. They got the short end of the stick. They, did, they, they didn't get all of the cool stuff that we've learned from them for the next year. And then, and that, and that it's going to progress, you know, we're going to get better and better at what we do as we go, but they got to be first. Yeah. So, so the, and they also, I mean, they also, I mean, shout out to Adrian Emily. You guys are, are kind of the beginning of the inspiration of this podcast. Exactly. Um, you know, we're going to talk about some challenges, some, some wins, um, and just kind of our viewpoint on on mentoring, exactly on on what how we think it how we think it needs to be done. Yeah, and it, or what we've I guess what we've done, and what's worked for us. Yeah, and so and that and, and I want to make this point again real quick. Um, it's something that we've talked about previously, uh, and I and I think from time to time we mention it. You know, I'm the, I don't mean to interrupt you, but. We say that a lot. Yeah, I know. Something we've said previously. Yeah. Well, you know, but, hunting's only so deep of a subject. <laughs> well, no, it's a pretty deep subject. It's just repetition, uh, you know, helps with memory. Muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we say it a lot, it's because we believe it's in it and we're passionate about it and it's important. Yeah. Um, what was I saying, dude? Quit interrupting. You said it previously. Okay. Yeah. So... We are not professional hunters. We are everyday dare you. career people. We, we have jobs. We have families. We hunt as much as we can, as often as we can, um, as often as our budget will allow and our time constraints will, will allow. So, and, and what I mean by that is, is we're not doing this every single day. It's not our job. So... 
we're we're your everyday hunter, if you will. And so that's the perspective that we're trying to bring. We're not trying to bring the professional hunter's perspective. You know, the guy that gets all the gear given to him and has all of the gear in the world and has all of the contacts in the world and has all of the access to all of the land that he could want in the world. Um, Not saying that all those professional hunters have that, and I'm not knocking those professional hunters. I'm just saying that this is our perspective. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about and there's, our I mean, there's perspective. There's a lot of those guys that started where, do, where we where Exactly. We yeah, they did. It's great. They, they, they did. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've T- talked about testament. it before, how I've T- been hunting testament. since I was a kid, yeah. and you really didn't start until later in life. Right. You know, there's, there's a lot of, of different facets to that. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how our perspective, the everyday perspective, and trying to pass on what we know... Um, to somebody else, to a new hunter. It, it's something that we're passionate about. We believe in. We believe in mentoring. We believe in the Hunt It Forward program. Um, I, I believe that the, the four people that we have been able to mentor so so far um, have benefited from that. And the reason I say all of this is because for our listeners out there who are just regular hunters, you can mentor you can too. Yeah. They can absolutely, even if they've only been hunting for five years, you can do it. You can pass on the knowledge that you have to somebody else. Yeah. And, and that's what's that's what's important. And I've heard that, you know, I've heard, I've heard um, that thought process of, well, I've only been doing it this long. I'm not sure I'm qualified. You are. You you are you have something to bring to the table, mm-hmm. and the the important part is that you bring what you know. Don't try and bring something you don't know. Exactly, but you do. You have something beneficial to bring to the table. Yep, it doesn't matter um, that you haven't been hunting your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, hunting is not an exact science. No, hunting is not. Um, it's not something that you will ever learn all of. Exactly. You'll never learn all of it. No. And so feeling like, oh, I don't have anything to offer is it, it, it's just not true. No. Yeah. We, we all do. We we can all take somebody um, for their first hunt. It, Again, it's, a, it's a starting point. It is. And, and that's, and that's sometimes the only thing that somebody needs is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I was, know, I was talking to a gal um, just a couple days ago, Friday, Friday morning, um, which is going to be maybe a couple of weeks by the time this comes out. But, um, you know, she was talking about she was an adult onset hunter. Mm-hmm. Has only been hunting for about nine years now. She has gotten nine of her girlfriends, one a year, into hunting. Amazing story. No, it's awesome. Amazing story. Super awesome. But. Can you imagine if we all did that? She talked about her story of getting in, and getting into hunting. Um, and she's an amazing pho- photographer. Uh, if you get a chance, check out her site, Jen Judge. Uh, but. She said, there, she, for years, 
she threw out hints. Mm -hmm. She actually up to, not quite to the point of inviting herself, but saying basically threw herself out there. Please take me hunting. Yeah. Adrian. Yeah. Had the same, same story. Yeah. You know, uh, um, it, it, Shay, Shay, Shay. Had the same story. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's just opportunity, but, but even think of it like this. Okay. How many hunters in America? Mm-hmm. Uh, last count was what? 11 million. Okay. Let's say half. Mm-hmm. If half the people, which is 5.5 million, took a new hunter hunting, that's, um, 16 million hunters. That fast. That fast. And if the next year half of those took a new hunter, that's 8 million new. Yeah. Now we're at 22 million. Like that. That's how it works. That's how Hunt It Forward, Pay It Forward works. Yeah. You know? So we should all be doing it. But, you know, today we're going to talk about some of the successes, some of the failures, some of the things that we've learned over the past couple of years of of mentoring new hunters. Um We've had three new hunters and one reactivated hunter. Right. So Ryan was our, our reactivated hunter. Uh, yeah, he when he was a kid. Yep. Um, according to him, not necessarily always ethically. He, I don't know yep. if he had the best role models, but yep. um, regardless, he did grow up around the yep. sport, hunting, yep. fishing. Yep. Hadn't since he's been here in New Mexico. Uh, it's a great opportunity, great guy, very knowledgeable. Um, very fun to take hunting. Um, Adrian, Emily, Shay, all new hunters. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, Adrian is within the hunting family, hunting uh, world. Yes. You know, with her job. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so some of the challenges, Kyle, that, that we faced, um, start us off. What was one of the challenges that we faced of... I think think one of our biggest challenges was... And not specific to our program, but just specific to, like, mentoring a hunter. I think think our big... One of of the initial challenges was knowing where to start. Yep. I mean, we've been hunting for years. Yep. Uh, I grew up shooting. I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, shooting guns, things like that. And so I've got a, you know, depth of knowledge that led me up to hunting that made the transition super easy. You grew up hunting, shooting, et cetera, et cetera. So just knowing where to start and where is that, where is that break point of how do we, how do we introduce them to this? Right. Was one of the most difficult decisions because you start thinking about the process of hunting and how much is involved in just... Um, just even getting started, right? Planning all that stuff. Um, you look at the year whenever you're you're looking to say I'm going to go hunt this year. You take numerous things for granted that you already know that give you a jump start on do going hunting that year. That that right there was going to be the the tail end of that right there was going to be mine. Um, how many things we take for granted, mm-hmm. um, which ties right into where to start. But but how many of the little things that we do that we know that we've learned through our our hunting lives that we take for granted that we don't 
realize are so important. And act, and actually, um, it's I mean, it's a great point, and it, and it carries across a lot of instructing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did a lot of instructing in many different facets, mm-hmm. um, standardized field sobriety tests and uh, firearms, uh, different stuff. But when you're in, sh- you, you would, you think that, oh, I'll be able to teach this. Mm-hmm. It, it actually, um, you, it actually takes a lot of thought and a lot of preparation to be able to instruct, be, especially people who have never done it before, mm-hmm. because you do have to do that. You have to break it down to every single little step. Such the, such the small detail. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, whenever, whenever they, they teach, uh, recruits firearms training, you, it doesn't matter what, what the experience level is. They break them down, and they go through everything. Yeah. They go through the nomenclature of the gun. They go through grip. Mm-hmm. They go through stance. They go through, um, you know, uh, the the mechanics of how you draw your weapon, how you fire, how you press the trigger. So it's it's really like you talked about we take so many things for granted so many things i th- i think that was one of the things that we did a little bit better in year 2 than we did Absolutely. in year 1 yeah. is is we really um got down to the, the the fine details of the things that the 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 simplest details that we might have missed in year 1 mm-hmm. um year 1 was an interesting mix we kind of had kind of the same mix in both years um you're, you're one with Adrian and Emily, you know, Adrian had shooting experience and so on and so forth with that kind of thing. But Emily was pretty much a, a raw canvas. Yeah. Um, and thankfully Adrian kind of stepped in and took Emily <laughs> shooting and stepped up and, and filled that gap. And that's, and that's such a cool part of that. It's yeah. such a cool part of it. You know, so we do it in a group, you know, and, and, and you listeners, you can do it however you want. You, you could do it with a buddy, you and a buddy could mentor one or two people, or or you can mentor one person by yourself, however it works. But you should be actively looking for those people and finding them. One of the cool things about Emily was she was a blank canvas, and sometimes that helps mm-hmm. because unlearning stuff difficult. is difficult. But learning from a blank slate becomes a little bit easier. Um, n- not not saying that Ryan had any, we had any issues with Ryan at all because we didn't. He's just, he was, he was a great person. To he mentor. made himself a blank uh, canvas. Basically. He, he did. He did. He just, he just soaked up everything we said and we had a great time with him. But, but that can be a good thing. Uh, you know, I've heard you say that about teaching people to shoot, that mm-hmm. men are harder because they've already done it some and they think that they know things and it's harder to men kind that, of, men that have done it. They're harder to yeah, teach. Yeah, and because they think that they know some things, and you've got to unteach them. and, and Rather than it, just starting from so, so you have to go backwards first yeah. and then go forward. Yeah. With with a blank yeah, canvas, yeah, you can just down. go forward. you so, tear them down and unmechanic them and then teach them the correct yeah. mechanics going forward. So, so that's one of the things. Now, I want to bring in something else, too. Um, the year prior, or a couple years prior to us starting Hunt for, I think the year prior, mm-hmm. we took our wives hunting. Mm-hmm. That was even a, when we started Hunt It Forward, we had a leg up because we already knew a whole bunch of st- what not to do because we really botched that. We, <laughs> we did. We, 
we went out expecting them because they are married to hunters. Mm-hmm. We and, and their their father was a hunter. We we expected them, and I'm not saying that they didn't know stuff, but we just kind of expected them to be up here, and we didn't give them the benefit of starting, starting down here. Yeah. And we should have. We should have started down here and prepared them a lot better. We just took them out. Yeah. And then let's go hunting. Yeah. Um, and and so when we started hunting forward and we took took our first group out, uh, we we started down here. Yep. And we found out their level first, and then we we moved up accordingly we, we, with our wives. We didn't. We just come up here and said, "Let's go." And we we didn't give them any preparation, what to expect, what to do. This is what I want you to do. If we if we see an animal or, or no, no scenarios. And so even with year one, we kind of had that in place. Um, so I think that's a good thing to mention is, is start as if they know nothing mm-hmm. and then learn what they know and then continue going up. Yeah. So that's a good trick to it. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, I don't want this to be all about what what we've done wrong. So I think looking at year one, one of the things we did do right was we made time to go down and meet them, to take them to the shooting range. Yes. Um, we may have not done everything right at the shooting range, but we made time to make sure that we did learn where is their level, where are they at, what can we do to, to build them up. Oh, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you got to and you know so yeah yeah that's something that we did right in year one and and another thing that we did right in year one is I think that we took Adrian first, mm-hmm. um, partly because she was the first candidate, um, but also I think partly because she had a little bit more experience, mm-hmm. and it was going to be. Better for uh, Emily to See. witness it mm-hmm. and kind of go through it as as, as an itself. observer, yeah, yeah, as an observer, um, and then and then have her opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to know know the comfort level and and kind of put them through because when when she did uh, when Emily did take her antelope and and have to get her antelope and process her antelope, she's she'd watched it. and she'd been through it. And it kind of softened it. Yeah. Um, with Ryan and Shay, we kind of did it backwards. We did. We did it. We did it backwards. But again, because Shay was the first applicant that year. Well, not only um, that, because uh, Shay was like Shay wanted to be first. Yes. She wanted. She wanted to go first. She was eager. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Emily, I won't say Emily was hesitant, but Emily was unsure. Yes. Yep. She didn't know how she was going to react. Shay knew she wanted to hunt. Shay, Shay was, has always known she wanted Shay to Shay was gung-ho from the start. Yeah. Um, she, she was, was texting us. She was, yeah, she was so eager um, and, and so involved. Yeah, she, I mean, um, and it was a great thing. She she was. She was texting me. What do I do now? What do I do now? What do I need? Do I need this? Do I need that? Should I worry about this? You know, so many uh and that's not a bad thing at mm. all. I, I loved every minute of it. Every time I got a text that said, what now, what now, what now? Uh, it just made me excited for the season because I knew she was invested. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan was the same way. You know, Ryan, Ryan um, 
had more of a a low key attitude about it um when we didn't have things planned mm-hmm. but like when he showed up he was all in he was he was i mean just spot on he was there he was all in he was 100% questions ready you know how's it going um you know so so you learned how to work with those different personalities and the different mindsets uh and and this year uh, the same way, you know, it, it's pretty much the same way, you know, with, with Ryan and Shay going out again and they, they drew cow out tags and we're going to take them on their cow elk hunt. Um, and really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, going to be fun. And, and, you know, next year we'll have a whole new podcast year two. Yeah. Year <laughs> two. Um, and I think that's a good point to kind of come back around to talking about the reason that we felt we needed to focus on the follow-up mm-hmm. our original plan with hunt it forward was each year two new applicants take them on a hunt teach them how to do the draw and let them go hunt on their own mm-hmm. i think we realized after uh adrian and emily and and especially after i guess more so after ryan and shay because we took adrian and emily hunting and, and everything was great and we um uh, you know we felt like they were like the perfect beginning applicants because they were so easy. Yeah. Um, but like after Ryan and Shay, Shay again was, what about this? What about that? Yeah. And she, and, and afterwards it wasn't that we didn't hear from Adrian and Emily, but I think we heard more from Ryan and Shay. And so it was like, okay, we started to realize this is probably what we should have done with Adrian and Emily because so, they, they drew an elk tag their second yeah. at, on, on their yeah. first draw as well. Yep. Didn't get to do it due to, you know, a diff- yeah. different circumstances. Emily a- twisted Adri- her ankle. Adrian, Adrian went. had her baby. Um, I, and I want to, I want to piggyback that though. We wanted to go with them mm-hmm. and we were planning on trying to go with them. And the whole point was for us to do both mm-hmm. mentor the, be with and available for last year's and do the new next year's. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I think one of the reasons to, as in, in addition to what you're saying is that because of circumstances, because uh, my daughter ended up drawing a deer tag the same time as their elk hunt this year, we wanted to erase those variables. Yes. We wanted to make that was, that sure was, that was a learning point. Yeah. Like, let's not put in for hunts around theirs. Yes. Let's make sure yeah. that we're available yeah. for their hunt. Let's, let's make that a priority. Yeah. So we didn't prioritize it. It is something that we wanted to do. Um, and, and we were, you know, the hope was that we were going to absolutely do that. We're going to, you know, go and get Maggie a deer and then we're going to go spend some time with Emily and Adrian. We're going to kind of let them have a day or two by themselves and then we're going to come in and help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we told them too, if you get one, you call us and we'll be there because we're not far away. Um, so, uh, but w- the hope was to be able to do it, but we didn't prioritize it. Yeah. So this year we prioritized it. This year, you know, in, in, and that's, I put that on me because yeah. I'm the one that plans the dates of these hunts and puts in for these hunts and every, chooses everything and staggers it. Um, and I'm very careful with making sure that Maggie's hunts aren't aligned with our hunts and so on and so forth. Um, and I didn't pay close enough attention and I should have, but, but we didn't prior, prioritize it because we were 
We were prioritizing. First year, we were yeah. kind of learning as we were exactly. going. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we told Adrian and Emily that. Sorry, you're getting pigs. We're going we're gonna to learn a lot after this. <laughs> we're going to learn a lot. Next year's next year's uh, group is going to get a lot more attention and 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 better. But but um, it continues on. I mentoring. think you know we're still learning lessons with Shay and Ryan. We will never learn it all. Uh, we'll never <laughs> learn it all. But you know, something that I didn't think about with Adrian and Emily is we said, okay, we're going to let you. You guys drew an elk. We're going to let you be on your own for the first couple of days. You look at it, hunting cow elk and hunting. Doe antelope, two completely different hunts. Completely. Completely different hunts. Mm-hmm. So did we give them, I mean, uh, again, sorry to no. shortchange you guys, but um, that's the learning process. Mm-hmm. We, we, they're switching species. We're going to have to Much spend a larger little, species. little bit extra time in, in teaching. The basics are still there. The hunting mm-hmm. basics are always there. Mm-hmm. But it's a different species, different hunt. Yep. Yep. Public yeah, land hunt, and, and we've and learned it's a public land hunt exactly because the first year it's private land hunt. Yeah, you know, uh, so yeah, and and we didn't even have like the whole camping aspect or anything like that, you know. And this year we're going to have some of that. We're going to have some of those new aspects of it. Uh, I think the follow up, I think the follow up is every bit as important as the initial year. Mm-hmm. I, I I really do, and I, I I'm very the, happy the, for the our initial change. years is designed to get that hook, get yes. that hook in them. Yeah. The follow-up is designed to really get them um, an understanding, yeah. a base understanding of, okay, going forward, I have the confidence that I can do this. I've had two successful hunts. Yeah. Or a successful harvest and a successful hunt because yeah. we're trying to teach from the beginning. Correct. That it's about that experience. Yeah. Yeah. So so that that's an important thing. I think, I think if you're going to... If you're going to, and I don't want to scare off any potential mentors here, but I think if you're going to mentor somebody, you you need to have that follow up. I think that follow up is key, mm-hmm. um, and I think that we both felt well, it's it's not it's not even I think that follow up is key. That follow up is key. They've done their stats, their studies that have shown yeah. that um, particular, and they're, they're specific to kids mm-hmm. in the R three program. They've shown that the kids who come and let's say they even even if they go on a hunt, mm-hmm. if they do a camp, they do these three day hunter ed camps, and even if they go on a hunt and they get an animal, if that follow up isn't there, they're not going to. The interest the interest dies. Yeah, yeah, and not necessarily. Yeah, it, it, not necessarily even that the interest dies. It's that if you don't have that support system, if you don't have mm-hmm. that infrastructure. To until the seed until that seed germinates, yeah, you know it takes root. Yeah, you've you've got to be there. You got to be there. You know you you have to find a way to be there. Absolutely. So so that's what we've done this year. Unfortunately, so far this summer we haven't got to do as much as we we would have already wanted to because of circumstances. You know, Corona. You know, Corona, bro. She's she's not been kind, but um, I'm I'm still working on. I've got to get that email out. I'm still working on some homework. Yes, uh, I think it's. I think that's a fantastic um, yeah. stopgap. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and, and just to explain that, um, and Ryan and Shay, if y'all are listening, uh, hopefully I'll have it sent out before this podcast goes. But so basically, what I'm doing is I'm putting together uh, uh, an e-scouting homework for them, mm-hmm. um, something that they can do at home, something that they should be doing in their future hunting. Um, and it'll give them a little bit of 
of uh, practice. It, it gives them. It gives them a. Uh, it's it's going to be designed to develop their skills of e-scouting mm-hmm. while uh, developing that deeper knowledge of conservation and habitat. Yes. Um, that is integral to successful hunting. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, follow-up is key. Follow-up is key. Is key. Yeah, absolutely. Very important. Um, and again, you know, these are not thing. this is not a step-by-step on what do you oh, do. Oh, God, no. Um, yeah. We, we would never put that out. Well, we we have, but in our podcasts, you know, if you listen to our podcast, if you go back and you listen to our podcast, because we've done podcasts every time we get together with our our hunted for people. We do a podcast, yeah. So, so if you want that, go back and listen to our go go look up our hunted for podcasts and and follow along, and you'll see what we've done. But again, it's <coughs> it's not a step by step. No, it's not a step by step because you have to take every situation and every new hunter as they are, and that's a key point right there. Um, We've had four hunters. Yeah. And all four of them have been different. Yep. You know, all four of them had different skill levels, different confidence levels. Um, you know, it, we, we've talked about that multiple times, the five steps to hunting. Yeah. And and though um, three of them were on kind of the same step, which is just going. Yep. Um, they still had... Different levels, different yeah. skill levels, different expectation levels, different commitment levels, all, all of these things, they they all had different levels. And you have to, as the mentor, you have to be able to recognize that level of where they're at and help them from that point forward. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's really, it's really important. Um, I, and I don't know how long, how long you want to go with this, but I think, I mean, it's, it's. I think for me when you when I think about the the bigger picture of what I've learned in mentoring um it it really comes back to I'm not going to circle back to you know the things that we take for granted but it comes back to uh, the an experience that that we had on that first hunt with Adrian and Emily mhm <clears throat> Whenever we first went after those antelope with Adrian, I jumped out of the pickup and I grabbed my pack and <clears throat> we start, I started down, you know, I started across cause we were trying to get out in front of those antelope and I look back and here they, you know, here's Adrian and Emily, they're getting out of the truck and they're getting their, their hats on and their gloves on and they're getting, and it, it really made me realize, okay, I've got to get out of my head in how yes. I hunt. Yes. I have to get out of that. Yeah. I have to adapt to how they're yep. going to hunt. Yep. Um, two more, two more things to, to number one, let them do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not being, you're not a guide. If you're mentoring somebody, you're teaching them, let mm-hmm. them do it. You know, that that's something I think that we succeeded at greatly is, is we let them set their pace. Yep. Um, although we worked them hard. Yeah. And we pushed <laughs> them. We we pushed we, them. We to gave be, them the information yes. and then let them do it. Yeah. We, we told them, look, this is these are where the, this is what the animals are doing. They're mm-hmm. going to be working this way. We need to try and get in front of them. Yep. Then we let them do it. Yep. 
Yep. We got we got an animal on the ground, and we told them this is what you do. This is where you cut it. This is where you start. This is where you go, and we let them do it. And that's I mean that's one of the funny Shea, stories out of Shay. Shay was very very. How how did that go? That you're you're gonna tell the story. So I'm not sure I remember yeah. exactly. So we got her. I just animal, remember what got, I told her. We got her animal <laughs> down, and she said, um, "I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that." When it, whenever you start talking yeah. about gutting and yeah. and describing how she was going to do it. And she was standing there kind of like wringing her hands. And she's like, I don't think I can do that. And you said, you're going to. You're going you're to <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> do this. And it wasn't, yeah, I left no room for, well, I can start it. But yeah. No, I just, I, I, so I just. You're going to. Hand her, you know, went to hand her the knife and said, yeah, but you're going to. Because it's part of it. It's part of they it. have to do it. They have to. They have to. You have to let them experience it. You have to let them, you know, take those steps. You know, sometimes I think that, you know, when we're we're dealing with children, and not to compare our our um, our our hunt it forwards to children, but I think sometimes with children, um, we tend to do things because time constraints or it, mm-hmm. time constraints that we put on ourselves, yes. not that are actually there time yes. constraints that we put on ourselves. I'm just going to do this because I don't want it to spoil. I don't want to take the time to let them do it, but you have to, like you said about getting, you get out you're you're a hundred yards down the road, but they're still back there. You have to slow down. You have to stop and you have to come back. So, so yeah, the, the, the field dressing might not be perfect, but it's there. It's theirs to do. Yes. You know, it's theirs to mess up, theirs to succeed at. And so you have to take a step back, give good instructions, guide them, and let them do it. We did two ways. We we laid it on the ground. We laid it on the ground and did Adrian's on the ground. Uh, we hung Emily's in her tree. That antelope that we hung in the tree took forever to get forever. done. I mean, it took like five times as long as it should have. But it was such it, it was so awesome watching them do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And we helped. It's not like we just stood there and didn't get any blood on our hands. We helped, but we let them do it. And that's important. Let them do it. Yeah. Um, and let them do it at their pace. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you might risk, particularly if it's hot, you might risk, you know, a little bit of meat spoilage, but that's fine. Let them see what happens when you, when it takes too long, mm-hmm. you know, let, let them experience the hunt as it is, you know, let them do it. Yeah. Let them fail. Let them succeed. Uh, let it be theirs. Yeah. Not yours. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you touched on your second one, but, um, I didn't, but I already forgot what it was. That's <laughs> I think, I think f- for me, you know, I can, I can leave everybody with, with a, a precaution um, if you are going to mentor. And this is, this is a realization that I have to continually deal with. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to your, your comment about time constraints that we've put on ourselves. Yep. My younger brother trains horses mm-hmm. and we joke about him because we say he has no concept of time. We as mentors need to adopt that mindset, the no concept of time when it comes to spending the time that needs to be done 
Mm -hmm. um, when uh, teaching, instructing, or actually out there on the hunt. Yeah. Um, again, I could point to a uh, a mistake that we made on on the follow up with Adrian and Emily. We thought, oh, we'll get a deer in the first day or two, and then we'll go help them. That's a con time constraint that we put on ourselves, yep. and we say it over and over again. It's hunting. It's called hunting, not killing for a reason. Yep. You cannot count on this or that or the other happening. And so um, if you're going to mentor, please try and adopt that um, no concept of time mentality for your instruction and the hunt itself. Don't put kind time constraints on yourself. Yeah, you can't say, I'm going to go, I'm going to go shooting. I'm going to take this person shooting for a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. um, you have to say, I'm going to go take this person shooting. Until they're comfortable. Until they're comfortable. Even if it takes four trips, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we say these things. I know that a lot of these things that we say may scare somebody off because they don't want to um, devote that much time. But two things. Number one, in teaching, you're going to learn. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick out things that you yourself do that you shouldn't be doing. Okay. And also such great satisfaction in watching somebody you've taught succeed. Mm -hmm. it, I, I can't overstate that. It is such great satisfaction. It is not a selfless deed. I'm sorry. It's just not. You get so much out of it. I get, I get number one, we've made four great friends. Yep. Um, and watching them succeed, it, it's no different. Uh, it is different. I mean, because my kids are my kids, but but it's the same feeling you get. You know, watching Maggie was a much more amplified um, joy of, of of watching her succeed um, than than my hunt it forward. But it's the same joy. Yeah, it, it's the same joy you get. Um, and and I can't, like I said, I cannot overstate that. So it is worth it. It is massively worth it. Um, and then also, you're contributing to the sport. You're contributing to the success and the conservation of the sport that you love. So how is that not worth the time? Absolutely. You know, and it really doesn't take that much time. Oh. You know, think of it this way. If you didn't draw a tag this year, you could be taking somebody else. Yeah. And that's time out in the woods for you. Yep. You know? Um, and that's never... Time wasted. Yeah, never, never time wasted. So, you know, take the time. Be mindful of other people. This is the last thing I want to leave you with. It's Be a, mindful of other people. We, we, we've, we, well, oh, in, in, this specific, in this specific instance, like we've said, we had a couple of people that, and we know some people that just were... Doing everything except saying, please take me hunting. Yeah. You know? So when you're out there with people and you're talking about hunting, if you hear somebody say, I would love to go hunting, don't be afraid to be the first one to say, load up. Yep. Even if all you do is take them with you on, on a, a hunt that you have, trip. on a scouting trip, anything. If you, if you just help them get hooked up with hunter safety, um, anything. Be mindful of those people that say those things. They're out there. Hunter's numbers aren't small because it's a bad thing to do. 
they're small because it's a hard thing to do mm-hmm. and it's a very hard thing to get into and it's not uh it's not something that everybody has the opportunity you know a lot of the people that we've taken well i, I shouldn't say that but you know they didn't they didn't have they didn't grow up in it you know, some of them did but not all of them did and even the ones that did for some reason didn't get taken so be mindful of that when you're out there if you get into a group and you're talking about hunting and there's somebody that speaks about some interest um take that initiative and let it be known that you are somebody that would be willing to take them yeah. you know help them make them steps even if all you do is say hey you know what i listen to this podcast not a groundy outdoors. They have this hunt it forward program. They like to take pe- new people hunting. Check it out. Yeah. If you don't want to take them, send them to us. We'll take them. Yep. Absolutely. I don't think we can end with anything better than that. Nope. Thanks for joining. Adios. Adios, guys. Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.